0: came here for some music it kind of happened really organically really like spontaneously it's not just going in there and making a noise folks <laughs> the classic rock files with kelly parker Well, they continue to drop like flies off of tour at least, following its triumphant live return at Lollapalooza last weekend, where the world saw Fred Durst's new dad chic look for the first time. Limp Biscuit has axed the rest of the dates on the summer U.S. tour, citing safety concerns. Quote, out of an abundance of caution and concern for the safety of the band crew and most of all the fans, the Limp Biscuit show this Monday and the remaining August tour being canceled, the band said in this statement. Durst himself then took to Instagram to address rumors that the The reason for the cancellations was that guitarist Wes Borland has COVID. In a story, he said, one, Wes Borland does not have COVID. Two, the system is seriously flawed. Three, we don't care much about the BS. So I guess they weren't very happy with the systems that were supposed to be in place for the safety of the band, crew, and fans, as we've sort of heard in other areas not all of those protocols are being followed. By the way, Tesla's Frank Hannon and Leonard Skinner's Ricky Medlock have both tested positive for COVID. The bands have each made the decision to postpone or cancel select shows on their tours before both bands link up for joint performances at a later date. The news comes amid a string of COVID positive cases among touring rock and metal artists and their crews, forcing these postponements and cancellations. REO Speedwagon recently cancelled two shows after members of the band's team were diagnosed with COVID. Kevin Crone and lashed out at social media commenters criticizing the band's announcement, saying, to those people, call me back when you catch it. If you're not vaccinated, you're in for a world of hurt. And if you take the vaccine, while you can still test positive, your experience will likely be mild by comparison. Okay, Wolfgang Van Halen, of course, currently getting his reps on the road in support of Mammoth WVH's debut album. And he wants you to know they are doing it live. He says, I think it's a cop-out to use tracks unless it's like for a keyboard part you can't necessarily get. But when I hear about certain bands these days where it's like you have lead vocals and lead guitars pumping through the tracks, I think that's lame as hell. I think you should just stay home and listen to shit on Spotify if you're going to play tracks like that. Of course, he played all the instruments on Mammoth WVH's debut... He's now got an A-list backing band to help him pull the songs off live, including guitarist Frank Sidoris, who plays with Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators and Winnipeg's own Brent Fitz, and John Jordan in Wolfie's band as well. He says, before John, Frank and I were picking which guitar parts to play, and Ronnie and I were picking which harmonies to sing. With John there, we can literally take care of every single thing that's on the album, and we don't have to replicate it with a track. And that includes the four-part vocal harmonies on Stone, that six-and-a-half-minute breakdown. God, it's good. It's become their favorite to perform. And Wolf says in the second pre-chorus, there's a four-part harmony, and we're doing that live. It feels really badass to be like, we don't have to F and sit here with tracks. We're just straight-up doing it. I think it's important. Certainly not perfect all of the time, but that's the point of live performance. It ebbs and flows course Wolf has been proving himself on stage for half his life becoming Van Halen's full-time bassist in 2006 after they let Michael Anthony go he said when I was in Van Halen people thought I was using tracks but I wasn't so it's kind of a compliment I have to admit I did but clearly he was not here's what he sounded like over the weekend just awesome vocals <laughs> He's a Van Halen. None of this should surprise us. That family is just built differently. By the way, Van Halen and the members of Mammoth WVH got the approval of Guns N' Roses right away. Axel Rose praised the single Don't Back Down during his and Van Halen's first in-person meeting backstage at their August 5th MetLife Stadium show. Duff also dropped by their dressing room to let them know Rose called the song straight effing rock and roll. Wolfie says, I thought it was the biggest compliment I could have heard. It still feels like a dream. Guns and Roses and Mammoth W. VH are set to continue their current tour through the fall. Speaking of touring, KISS had originally lined up the last leg of their end-of-the-road farewell tour to conclude in the fall of 2021, but the pandemic, of course, has prolonged those plans now. Gene Simmons has confirmed the band will begin another Las Vegas residency in late December, which will spill into 2022. Dates haven't been officially announced, but he leaked the news during an interview at An Amazing Gallery. At the venetian grand canal shops in new york while on site to preview his collection of sketches and paintings simmons was asked if kiss would ever be returning to sin city for another residency to which he replied we are and continued my favorite band who wears more makeup and higher heels than you ever wore (laughs) are going to be at zappos in las vegas Starting December 27th, that's right, even through New Year's, and we'll be here through February, but in the middle of the KISS tour that's going around the world. So when KISS do make their return to Vegas for another residency, it'll be the first time since their nine-date run at the joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in 2014. Of course, that concert film, KISS Rocks Vegas, chronicled their stay. That was released in 2016. That is the classic Rock Files.